the GD Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Green, gardening, and environment radio flavored with a dash of humor. Welcome to intelligent, irreverent talk about plants and the planet they grow on. And here they are, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. Good planets are hard to find. Back on April 1st, it mm-hmm. was April 1st of this year, uh, we had uh, a discussion on the show with uh, Jody Wiedeker, and that is how you pronounce your name, right? Whitaker. Whitaker. Okay, Whitaker. It's not <laughs> Whitaker. Okay. okay, Whitaker. And just make sure I get it right because everybody <laughs> pronounces their names differently. Right. Jody Whitaker. Um, uh, she's uh, with the Chicago Alliance for Animals and um, also the founder of Partnership to Ban Horse Carriages Worldwide. And we talked in studio about that issue in Chicago. Uh, we'll go into the well. Let's go into the details of it because uh, this is something you've been watching. For several years, right? Yes. And um, last December, now almost exactly a year ago, the city of Chicago um, introduced an ordinance. And uh, the the ordinance would basically uh, ban uh, horse carriages in Chicago. Um, it's in the Committee on License and Consumer Protection. Um, Jody, you say that you've got 28 Alderman, did I see you might have added another alderman to the list? Uh, no, I think if you're thinking of Alderman Joe Moore, yeah. he's been added to the actual website. There's, uh, We've had 28 aldermen have told us they support the ordinance, but they all are not listed as co-sponsors on the city clerk's website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, uh, and so it has sat in the committee now for almost exactly a year. Uh, the Committee on License and Consumer Protection, because that's where the licenses come up. And, and basically by removing the licenses, not letting, not allowing them to, to, be, to, renew their to be renewed, that would end this in Chicago. Uh, that has been kind of controversial uh, because uh, it just refuses. Well, Emma Mitz, who is the, the committee chair, uh, she's from the thir- 37th Ward, um, has declined to take up the measure. In fact, there was a meeting in September where she got kind of heated and uh, if you ask me, it was kind of deflecting it by bringing some other issue up. You know, we've got so much crime in the street. Why are we discussing this? Well, Emma, (laughs) you know, we elect you because we assume you can walk and chew gum at the same time. All right. You know, Alderman Riley, when she brought that up, said, you know, with all due respect, this is the committee on licensing and whether uh, businesses who break the law routinely should get their licenses renewed. It's not the the Committee on Public Safety. Right. And so you had uh, uh, several co-sponsors of this ordinance, and one of them is the alderman that we hope will call. We're waiting for a phone call right now. Mm-hmm. He might call. He might not. I, I don't know. This is live radio. Uh, we hope that Alderman Brian Hopkins from the 2nd Ward calls to talk about this because he's one of the people who signed on for the you, – you, you The original bring... – spo- one of the original sponsors. So one of the, the – who were the original sponsors? Alderman Hopkins and Alderman Riley. All right. So those three. Uh, the, or, or just those two, two, rather. Yeah, and then Al- Alderman – Hopkins, and what about Alderman uh, – Lopez Lovett. is a co-sponsor. Uh-huh. He's an original co-sponsor, and mm-hmm. there's been many co-sponsors who've been – who've added themselves on since uh, since it started. So basically we've got an ordinance – that is ready to go, that 28 aldermen, by far a majority, um, well, three (laughs) more than a majority, uh, say they will pass. uh, But it 
can't come out of committee. Because unless, of one person. Well, you know, and, and it kind of sounds sounds to me kind of like a Mitch McConnell kind of thing. You know, you get if you're in charge of a committee, you get to hold stuff up and not submit it to a vote. Well, she blocked the vote in September. She didn't allow it to be on the October committee meeting. We met with her on the Monday before the Thursday license committee meeting to urge her to put it on the November uh, meeting for a, for a hearing and a vote. And she uh, escorted us out of her office. Because we point, we basically asked her, you know, she, her claim in September was she needed to have meetings with all parties involved mm-hmm. to learn about the issue, to learn about what's going on. We never received a call. She hasn't had meetings. She told us she hasn't had meetings. All right. Now, uh, and we've got a call coming in, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. All right. Um, in all fairness, I, I need to say that after you were on the show in April, all right, thank I... Thank you. Oh. Uh, okay, we've got the uh, alderman here. All right, Alderman Brian Hopkins from the 2nd Ward. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mike. How are you today? I'm good. How about you? Good, good, good. We appreciate uh, having you uh, on the show to talk about this. Uh, we were just mentioning that you're one of the original sponsors of this ordinance. Uh, tell us about your your ward, the 2nd Ward, and what kind of interaction do you have with the horse uh, and carriage industry in your ward. Yeah, sure. I, I am one of the original sponsors of this current manifestation, but of course, uh, other aldermen in the past have attempted to do something about it. Uh, more recently was Alderman Riley, who's my co-sponsor on this. Uh, at the time he last attempted this ban or a modified version of it, he was the alderman of the area that I now represent, uh, which includes uh, Water Tower Park, and the current staging area uh, for the carriage industry. So um, this has been something that uh, I inherited when I took over that uh, location he, and when the second order was created. Uh, he briefed me on what was happening and, and what the opposition was, uh, and I told him at that time that I would take the baton uh, and, and see if we can get this thing across the finish line. So that's where we're at today. Uh, we seem to get a little closer with each attempt. And uh, I feel very confident that uh, we will eventually pass this ban. Why do you think it has been held up at this point? Well, you know, there's a variety of uh, possible answers to that question. I would say in this most recent uh, go-around, the answer is quite obvious. Uh, The chairman of the licensing committee uh, just simply does not uh, favor this. And she used her gavel and she used her prerogative as committee chair uh, to deny us a vote. I fully believe we had the votes in committee that day uh, when this was last heard before the licensing committee. Uh, Had we been able to successfully get a roll call motion to support it, uh, I I believe it would have passed and it would have gone to the full city council floor where it was also likely to pass just based on our informal uh, survey of my colleagues. So the committee chairman uh, used a parliamentary maneuver to prevent us from going forward. And, uh, you know, she's someone we're going to have to continue to work on because this measure is appropriately in her committee. That's where it belongs. Uh, And, uh, you know, as long as she's the uh, chairman of that committee, uh, we're going to have an obstacle to overcome. Uh, I would be interested in your personal observations um, about the industry. Um, Jody Whitaker is here in, in the studio with us in, in her organization. Um, Chicago um, Alliance for Animals has 
documented. They go out, they sit out there, and they, they watch the horses, and their allegations are that the uh, horses are overworked, that they, there are violations of city law there. And the city law, Jody, what says six hours? A horse is not supposed to be used for more than six hours? Right, six hours in a 24-hour period. And you've documented horses being used much longer? Almost every weekend. When, uh-huh. when we're available to be out there, every time we're out there, we witness them being overworked. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple weeks, um, three or four weeks ago, a uh, horse was worked approximately 13 hours, more than double the amount of time allowed. Yeah. Now, and 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 in defense of the industry, if you go to their websites, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that because I'm going to – they – I invited them to be on the show. Um, they declined uh, unless they call right now, and they can at 877-711-5611. We'd love to hear from the Horseman's Council of mm-hmm. Illinois. Uh, I have been in communication with them, and they're welcome to call right now. Uh, but and, and you did post a statement from them on Yes, and, on and the um, if you go to my blog, I, I have their side of this, uh, links to their arguments. Uh, and their argument, uh, if you go to a, a lot of the different sites about horses, they say that horses can be worked um, for 12 hours with no ill effects. All right. However, that's not the law in Chicago. The law says six hours. Um, have you encountered, uh, anything, Alderman, um, uh, yourself, uh, in, have you been, uh, uh, approached by any other people other than Jody and her organization about the, the use of horses in Chicago? Do you have concerns from your constituents? Well, interestingly enough, the issue really, um, came to, to light in a, in a very uh, dramatic way for me, uh, while I was a candidate. Uh, I had not yet been elected as an alderman, and I was at a house party uh, hosted by a local resident who happens to live on Pearson, and there were some uh, middle school students there from Ogden School, and they came up to me during the event and said that they had uh, done a class project for their, their civics class, and they polled the students to pick an issue that they could bring to an aldermanic candidate, and the overwhelming response was, uh, to ban the horse-drawn carriages that these local children had observed and just felt it was the wrong thing for a city to be doing. And that was the issue that they asked me at that time if I would agree to take this issue on if I got elected. So I made a, a campaign promise to uh, a bunch of kids who are still several years away from being able to vote. <laughs> but, <laughs> it, you know, it, it was something that meant something to me and it meant something to them. Uh, so part of what I'm doing now is uh, keeping a promise that I made to some middle school students. You better hope something gets done by the time they're 18. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Uh, or at least uh, graduating from college. Yeah. Well, Were you going to say something, Jody? Uh, no, I was kind of uh, laughing. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so um, uh, we have not had uh, serious accidents in the city of Chicago, from what I understand. Yes, we have. Oh, we have. When? Yes, and when's the, the, when's Illinois, the well, the last serious one that we know of is 2014. Um, and uh, on the Illinois Horsemen's Council, they say uh, in their statement, proof of this is their perfect 37-year record with not a single serious accident. Well, four children were sent to the emergency room in 2014. I, I consider that serious. Yeah, and I have two uh, two uh, documents here from a Freedom of Information Act request where horses have gotten loose. One was. Uh, uh, rolled over the driver. Um, this one was running at large on the public way on the in the area of Division and Wells. Um, 
just because nobody was hit by that horse doesn't mean it wasn't serious. If a, if a thousand pound plus animal had hit someone or a car, someone could have died. So those are serious accidents. Plus, a policeman told me in June that he saw a horse collapse at the stand. So just because there aren't documented, we, there are documented incidents. So this is a complete lie saying that they have a 37 year record with not a single serious accident. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is you've uh, you've documented uh, violations of the law, and they go to the uh, Business Affairs and Consumer Protection Agency. Uh, and as you've said to me, your uh, what you've witnessed there is that the fines, which could amount to hundreds of thousands of dollars, have been largely dismissed. Is that right? As far as we know, uh, I got a call in January from an attorney with the ACP who told me that the the city was taking all three carriage companies to court. Uh, Each day over the summer before the trial, I got an email saying I was not required to attend to testify because the city settled. Um, We don't have the details of those settlements. uh, And I imagine you're trying to FOIA those uh, as well. Definitely. I mean, to get any information, it seems like you have to go to the Freedom of Information Act. Right, exactly. I mean... And we did all the work. We did, we did the city's work by documenting these violations and, and doing the work, submitting them, looking through hours and hours of video um, evidence. And we are not told what happened at those hearings or those settlements. But we are pretty darn sure that they were required to start following the law, and they still are not. I mean, oh. like I said, every weekend since uh, September 1st, we've been out there almost every weekend, and we've witnessed violation after violation. Uh, Alderman, are you aware of uh, what's going on at the uh, Business Affairs and Consumer Protection Agency? Has that uh, uh, information crossed your desk at all? Uh, yes, it has. I haven't seen the, the terms of the settlement, but I will say it's it's really not unusual for the uh, department to settle a case. Um, you know, these types of laws, they're uh, considered administrative violations. They're not uh, criminal violations. So fines of various amounts are the typical remedy that the city uh, that the city seeks, along with the, a promise of future compliance, um, which, of course, as Jody just stated, doesn't seem to be um, honored in this case. But um, you know, the city has a lot of laws on the books that are not aggressively enforced, and unless there's a squeaky wheel, which we certainly have here with the advocacy community, um, in many cases the city just doesn't have the manpower. Uh, and doesn't have the inclination, frankly, for violations that don't seem to be, uh, you know, the type where there's a massive outcry. You you have to create your own environment for enforcement, and then you have to see it through. It's not an easy process. It doesn't happen on its own. Laws don't enforce themselves. And I will give Jody and her organization and some of the other supportive advocacy groups credit uh, for their tenacity. If it wasn't for them, this matter would have certainly faded from the city's radar screen uh, months ago, and we probably wouldn't be having this conversation right now. So continued advocacy and continued vigilance is required uh, anytime you have this type of violation. Well, in the statement from the Chicago Carriage Horse Operators and the Horsemen's Council of Illinois that I posted on my blog, uh, they state that the BACP does not monitor carriage horses and that the BACP is complaint-driven And they write, if the carriage industry was so blatantly breaking serious and dangerous rules, where are the accidents, where are the multitudes of people complaining about us? None, because there are no complaints. Um, And uh, that's their 
side of the story they're saying so they're saying because there is not this volume of complaints uh, that the two of you have alluded to um that there's no issue here well everybody who in CIA who documents we all work full-time jobs so we get out there when we can and the city is not doing its job like the alderman said they don't have the manpower to do the job alderman how does this process work now let's say it does not get past this year let's say that nothing comes out of committee before the end of the year do all the licenses get renewed for another year and then we're we're back to square one well there's an opportunity to challenge the license renewal process too uh, although that's certainly a, a more difficult uh, avenue to take um, but I imagine that all the violations that have been documented in the last 12 months will, will come into play uh, as the carriage industry seeks to renew their license. But absent this ban passing, uh, which we had hoped to sunset all the existing licenses, yeah, they, they are going to have the opportunity to seek renewal. Um, and if we reset the clock and start over either with a different ordinance or if we're able to get this one uh, to, to move um, you know, where it's currently stalled in committee, um, by the time that happens, it's likely that many of the existing licenses will have been renewed. So, you know, we're looking at uh, another battle next year uh, to try and get this accomplished. Uh, and uh, that's something that you are afraid of, uh, Jody, that this is going to, as I said, perhaps even go back to square one. We start over again. You have to continue to document because you've been documenting. You have a lot of documentation from 2017. I assume you have documentation from 2018 as well. And then now that's going to go into 2019. Right. And honestly, we don't want to be standing out there for 12 hours. That's not what any of us want to do. We don't want to be harassed by these people and being flipped off and getting smoke blown in my face by simply documenting. We don't talk to them. We don't talk to the passengers. We simply are down there to document when horses are being overworked and violations of the law. Um, But, you know, this is not what any of us want to do. And I think that hopefully what the alderman said about uh, trying to block the process of getting these licenses renewed should be looked at within the next two weeks because, uh, I mean, we've got uh, September 1st. I've got at least 14 violations. My colleague's been down there almost every weekend. I don't know what more we have to prove to the city that they are refusing to follow the law. So what are your plans, Jody, moving forward regarding the carriage horse uh, ordinance? We'll keep doing what we've been doing and documenting violations uh, you know, submitting those to the city, trying to follow up on those to see if they were cited or fined. Um, you know, what this comes down to is it no longer is about what I believe about horse carriages or you believe or what horse carriage proponents believe about this trade. It's about the fact that they continue to break the law. You mm-hmm. know, and, and, you know, no business in the city should be allowed to break the law more than 300 times in one year and get their licenses renewed. One of the questions we posed to Alderman Mitts when we met with her on the Monday before the last license committee, before their licenses are renewed, was if there was a quaint romantic restaurant in the heart of the Mag Mile that drew in tourists, yet they broke the law 334 times in 2017, would you be okay with their license being renewed? And she had no answer for me. That's a, a really good mm-hmm. way of putting it. Um, and uh, I wanted to add, sorry, I wanted to add ahead. that uh, the Ho- Illinois Horsemen's Council continues to uh, say these things on their statement that are very untrue. And they, they give the statement of the American Association of Equine Practitioners that says they support the humane and ethical use of horses in urban environments and horse carriages in accordance with federal, state, and local laws. 
that's the that's the rub. They're not in accordance with local laws or state laws. Mm-hmm. So they can approve it, but they're not approving uh, organ, um, a trade that is following the law. Uh, if folks want more information, where can they follow you? Uh, Chicago Alliance for Animals on Facebook and at Chi Animal Rights on Twitter. C-H-I Animal Rights. Thanks, Jody, for coming into the studio again. If you want more information, go to Chicago Alliance for Animals. You can find them on Facebook. I also want to thank Second Ward Alderman Brian Hopkins for being on the show. And you were telling me, Peggy, that their carriages and horses are being banned in a number of cities. They've been banned in Salt Lake City, Utah, Biloxi, Mississippi, Asheville, North Carolina, several locations in Florida. New York City has changed its ordinances, and I think it's still being looked at. It's kind of being looked at around the world, so it's definitely a relevant issue. Right. However, sometimes you go to the horse carriage sites and they say, uh, though reports that uh, carriages have been banned in places like New York and Paris and London are false, and again, it it has turned into a he said, she said kind of thing. So this is what we're Mm -hmm. dealing with now. So keep the faith, everybody, and and do what you think you got to do. I do because I are Devo. You are green, too. Uh, I, I hadn't noticed. Is, is, we are green. Am I looking a little uh, pale here today? And it's the green uh, shirt you're wearing. Oh, that's it. Until next time, go green or... Go home. Uh, Stadler? Oh, uh, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much. <laughs>